The first reading is from um, Colossians chapter 1, starting at the first verse. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the holy and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace and peace to you from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all the saints. The faith and love that spring from the hope that is stored up for you in heaven and that you have already heard about in the word of truth, the gospel that has come to you. All over the world, this gospel is bearing fruit and growing, just as it has been doing amongst you since the day you heard it and understood God's grace in all its truth. You learnt it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ in our behalf and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And we pray this in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened by all power according to his glorious might, so that you might have great endurance and patience, and joyfully giving thanks to the Father, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. And he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness, and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Here ended the lesson. The Holy Gospel is written in the Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 10, beginning at the 25th verse. Glory be to thee, O Lord. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied, how do you read it? He answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind. And love your neighbour as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this, and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbour? In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he travelled, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have.' 
Which of these three do you think was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, The one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, Go and do likewise. Well, good morning. Um, I could have picked the Samaritan story, but that felt harder because I thought you'd know that better. So... (laughs) So I picked the other one. And um, the Colossians reading, well, I was quite bowled over, really, by the positive um, feel to the beginning of the letter. Often Paul writes, doesn't he, to iron out another fine mess that a community have got themselves into. And yet this time there doesn't seem to be a mess. Um, He was really encouraged by what he heard the Colossian church were up to. And he went on to encourage them even further Uh, He looked back and he looked forward and he prayed really positively for them. So it led me to ask, who do I pray for? Who do we pray for? And and how do we pray? Well, soon after I arrived at St Andrews, I was invited out to lunch um, by a couple from church, which is a lovely welcome. And uh, they they asked me how I became a Christian. So I, I started to tell them how I came to faith when I was training to be a teacher in London. And um, they they stopped and smiled at each other. And I said, what what have I said? And they they um, quickly told me that they lived just around the corner from that college. And they'd been praying at that time that people would become Christian students, would become Christians at that college. And uh, so they were they were amazingly kind of overwhelmed, really, that that it had, it had happened. And here I was, I'd become a Christian and I was now working at St Andrews and I know I felt very encouraged by um, by their prayers which I hadn't known were happening and uh, I think they were encouraged too. Well in the opening chapter here Paul describes the journey that he sees the Colossian church is on and uh, the part that he plays, the part that they've played and God's kingdom at work and the result of all that observing and looking um, is to thank God for the story so far. And that's a great encouragement, isn't it? Um, For all involved. Um, But Paul knows that that isn't the end of the story or the end of the journey. He's encouraged by the start that they've made, um, by the gospel that they've, they've heard, but he prays that they will carry on. Don't stop there, he tells them. And don't let it become stale or stagnant. He encourages them to keep going in faith and love. Faith, the inside bit. Faith to deepen and strengthen them. And love, the external part, to witness and transform. And both the faith and the love are built on hope. Hope of their place in God's kingdom, of forgiveness and rescue. Their part in God's family is assured. Faith, love and hope are strongest when they're laced together. In partnership, they work to build God's kingdom. Paul prays positively that the Colossians will keep faith, love and hope in balance as well. That their God knowledge will be connected to their God work. And that was a really powerful and positive prayer. The Colossians were already exhibiting God's love to each other and to those around them through the Spirit despite only limited knowledge of God's plan and story. The love that they show outwardly indicates the faith and hope in their hearts. 
And spending time with God connects our knowledge and action together and makes the link between faith, hope and love fresh. Paul prays this for the Colossians and we can pray for each other too. So the Good Samaritan story in the Luke reading kind of underlines this. There was a disconnect between the religious leaders' knowledge and the way they lived their lives. Belief should connect with action. The religious leaders had got caught up in the religious expectations of the day and their faith was made shallow and weak. Their ability to show love was restricted and frustrated and so the man was left at the side of the road for someone else to rescue. Well, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays we have um, baby toddler groups here at church and they're open to any parents and carers and their children um, who would like to come and we welcome up to 60 families each week many are from the local community and they, they come here, they tell us they come here because there's something different about the group they see that it's friendly and welcoming that we're hospitable but we don't make them do it our way and the actions of the, the team that I work with, the way we go about our work, bring something special. From the welcome and the hospitality, relationships grow and blossom and questions are asked about why we do this group and why it's different. And that's our moment to tell them about the faith and hope we have in Jesus. It brings great joy and encouragement to get this state to this stage. And we're delighted to see God at work in their thinking from this group, people dig deeper into all-age worship and Monday mums, usually through those good relationships that they've built. My prayer for this work is that we remember why we're doing it, and having a prayer meeting at the beginning certainly helps. And this is our moment to bring faith and hope with the love and remember that Jesus, what Jesus has done and the hope we have in heaven. The love that we share with them is grounded in faith and hope. We are motivated by the Spirit to do his work and to do his work well. It isn't a matter of either or. We can't just sponge up God knowledge and store it. It's expected to leak out and into God action. And I see that happening in the team that I work with. I can look back and see the couple that I had lunch with and how they were playing a part in my story that I didn't even know about and I thank God for them. I hope that I do that for others around me. I wonder who you pray for and who prays for you. Have a think and pray for them today. And let's pray encouragingly um, for them that faith, hope and love are laced together that, as it says in verse 10, We live lives worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work and growing in the knowledge of God.